Disney's live-action formula may be bringing in the cash, but unlike the original animated masterpieces, it won't be leaving behind a legacy that will remain with future generations. The massive flaw within the audience's rehash of the archive is that the reimagining of these iconographical films is not always living up to the charm and power of the original tale. Tim Burton's version of Dumbo, the story of an elephant who could fly, is a circus act gone wrong, though parts of it were slightly entertaining. The classic animated film is told through the eyes of Dumbo. The humans in the story were background characters, villains in many ways. In the all-new live-action reimagining, Burton not only expands the plot, he makes the human characters central to the narrative a tool to interpret the baby elephant's journey, an act of utter distrust in his audience. The original film never needed a translator to aid the audience to empathize because the narrative's protagonist was enough to engage with the audience. Aaron Kruger's script throws in a few homages to the original film, but it takes it in such a new direction that it loses the simplicity and the heart of what made the animated Dumbo the much-beloved film that it is today. Dumbo, here, becomes almost a side character with a minor journey as the rest of the ensemble takes center stage. Because let's face it, how could an elephant with massive ears be given the spotlight and be the main character of a movie, right? For a film that proclaims to have themes of anti-bullying, making its main unique character, or the character that was supposed to be its main character, more of a sideshow is a bit hypocritical, don't you think? Even the original film's Oscar-nominated song, Baby Mine, was thrown into the film in the most lackluster way. The scene where the song is actually heard is such an emotionally iconic moment in the original animated film. This is a song that has remained in people's hearts nearly eight decades later. Instead of giving it its dues, Burton rushes in and out without a breath nor a chance for the audience to emote with the young elephant crying for his mother. This rushed storytelling also applies to the other circus performers in the film. None of them get the proper arcs they needed so the audience could connect to them. Instead, the film ends up with cardboard cutouts of circus freaks. The only characters who are properly treated are the Farrier family, Holt, Millie, and Joe, along with Max Medici, Colette Marchand, and V.A. Vanderveer. Strange, since the film's title belongs to the flying elephant. The Farrier children struggle after losing their mom, with Millie, the eldest of the two, played by Nico Parker, wanting to be a scientist and not a circus performer. And though she tries, Nico Parker just does not know how to act. Their father, Holt, played by Colin Farrell, struggles with reconnecting with his kids and accepting his fate after losing an arm in the war. Now, I don't know about you, but this alone sounds like a synopsis for a completely different movie. Max Medici has a two-dimensional inner conflict with having to choose between his circus family or his ambition. Though, let's face it, the character in its entirety is Danny DeVito being Danny DeVito. Ava Green, who plays Colette Marchand, tries her best to make her character memorable, but isn't given enough to play with. And though Michael Keaton does villainy so well, his character just feels like a bizarro version of Walt Disney, and in a way, tarnishes Walt Disney's legacy. 
The film's visual effects with all the animals conjured up in CGI simply does not work. Unfortunately, animals have yet to look fully realistic when computer animated, and though the Planet of the Apes trilogy mastered the apes, other films have not been as successful. Here, Dumbo also has human writers, a narrative decision that I have yet to figure out, and I, I really can't because it makes absolutely no sense, also looks like a cheap made-for-television fantasy film. Whenever Dumbo was alone on screen, and whenever the filmmaker actually remembered who the film was or should be about, there was magic. It wasn't a lot, but there was some. What is most frustrating about this film and about this reincarnation of Dumbo is that the trailer set it up as a film that was going to bring its audience to tears due to its emotional power. But alas, the film lacked the one thing that all Disney films should have. Heart. Dumbo had moments of light, moments when the original's magic broke through the cracks, but they weren't enough to allow the film to soar anywhere near the original. Disney's live-action formula is starting to crumble, and this is a statement and a confirmation that the studio's dreams of recapturing their unforgettable magic is slowly slipping far away. Maybe they should practice what they preach and try wishing upon a star. I've heard doing that, sometimes, dreams come true. Alright guys, obviously this was not a very positive review on my end, but if you've seen Dumbo and you disagree, please make sure you DM me on my Instagram and Twitter at Alan Mahana. You can also message us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash script to screen pod. You can also access the website script to screen pod.com to stream any of our episodes. You can also listen to our show on Anrami and all other podcast platforms. If you want to actually leave us a voice message, you can do that on the Anchor app. Make sure you download the Anchor app. It's free. You can look up script to screen and you can leave us a voice message. You might get featured on a future episode. Thank you guys for sticking around. Remember, love movies, and I'll see you next time.